It's time to spice up your marriage with tips on a great relationship with Robert Kosick on The Sam Malone Show on AM 1070, The Answer. Could it be falling in love? That's a great song. What a great way to open up our, our uh, world-famous marriage talk segment, as I was just talking about in the last break. This is marriage tip number 171, where we decided a long time ago we're going to help you keep your marriage hot and heavy. Keep things spicy, baby. Spicy! Since, we started talk, since I started talking about marriage in 93, and look where we are today. My good friend Robert Kosick, who wrote the book Honor the Vow. HonorTheVow.com is the website in different languages. He's a, uh, is he, a marriage coach and a deacon in his church, an all-around great guy. What is up, buddy? Hey, happy Friday to you, Sam. What a beautiful day. Oh, yeah, I don't care if it was raining. Uh, <laughs> if it's <laughs> If it's Friday, whatever else follows that word, I don't care about, okay? Uh, yeah, well, i got to say, I was listening to you and Denise talk before, and, and I'm right there with you at the nail on the head. The visual you gave us is just going to kind of throw my weekend. No, I'm, I'm all visual on that. You now, know what? I'm going to have to do something different this weekend to get that out of my what? mind. This is called, I do the Friday happy dance. One time, so we were living in Buffalo. We were in Buffalo, and we were married. And I was shipped there in 90, 1990, 10 days after we got married. And she was in the dumps about something, about living in this frozen tundra with no friends. So I put on red sweatpants and a red sweatshirt, right? I would never wear it together, but I came out of the closet and started dancing around the house. And I said, look how happy I am. It was like 17 degrees below zero. The car's frozen to the ground. You can't go outside to shop. And I started dancing around the house, right? No, no booze. And she started to giggle. She says, you are so silly. I said, there you go. Look, it's my Friday happy dance. There you go. So now I just do it older. I stick my pants off. I really don't care at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't marriage great? Isn't it wonderful it to is. actually do that, right? It is. And the other thing, yeah. you wrote a great uh, marriage tip. It's on our Facebook page, Sam Malone Show, about anger and, and, and arguing stuff. I tell, I told you, I take, I said this on the radio a million times in 25 years, whatever it is. I took a vow. I don't want to argue with my wife. I've never argued with her. I just don't argue. If we don't see eye to eye, I'm like, look, I don't agree. You don't agree. What else is going on? I've never raised. She raised her voice to me twice, and I can tell you, it was in 1991, and it was in 2008, or not 2009, sorry, 2009. The only time she got mad at me, and I've never raised my voice to her. I don't believe in it. I, I, I think it's a waste of time when you love someone that much. Get over it. There, there's a difference of opinion. That's all there's to it. Yeah, I, I agree, but I'm still in therapy because I am Sicilian, and you know, to, to not to not raise my voice once in a while, I, I'd be excommunicated from the from the family. So, but yeah, I. I, I I don't know. I did maybe it's genetically. I've got I'm missing that gene that makes. I argue with everybody else, as, as yeah. people around here will tell you. I just don't argue with her. Yeah, and, that's, and my wife and I, we don't. I, I get frustrated at times, but I don't yell at her. And uh, it's just for most guys like to do because it's an it's, it's dishonorable to do that. So most guys will shut down and be quiet and 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 not come back with stuff because they know they're going to say things that they're going to regret. And so the women don't take it that way. They're like, he's shutting off, he's ignoring me. But really what he's doing is being honorable. And we can talk about some of this stuff next week, the actual uh, arguing part. Uh, you know, But uh, there's a whole bunch of stuff that goes good, into good. it. Well, here's marriage tip number 171 marriage tips. And there was a whole bunch of them before we started counting. Yeah, and, and we're, not, we're not recycling any yet. No. That's, that's the most important fresh. thing. Here you go. Studies have identified as many as 12 levels of anger ranging from simply being bothered to extreme levels where an individual is infuriated and raging mad. However, people's triggers and flashpoint can be quite different. But when it comes to anger in marriage, one thing is certain. If you hear, gah, er, er, coming from your wife, 
with her fists and teeth clenched. You should probably change the subject or start running. Typical triggers for your wife's anger. One, feeling unloved, unappreciated, and undervalued. Number two, feeling misunderstood. Number three, feeling unsafe emotionally. Take it away on marriage talk. All right, so so a lot of guys, when I, when I talk to them, they're clueless, right? <laughs> not in the, in the clueless way that you see on the TV, portrayed on TV, because uh, that's just a buffoon. Right. I'm, they're not that way. But but a lot of times guys just don't get the whole emotional aspect of what's going on, or they're just not paying attention to it, or they're just, they're focused on something else and they miss the signals. Uh, maybe because we just, we're just we not used to seeing them and whatnot. So some of these things that I think are important is for the guy to really hone in on is it's right down to perspective. And that's what these things are all about because what's, what's happening when she does get angry, it's usually not whatever it is she's yelling at you about. That's not what she's angry about. It's the underlying tones of what's really going on there and how she's interpreting your actions or lack of actions or lack of words that's really bothering her. So down there at the bottom after the three tips I have, it's not about you not taking out the trash. It's about you not caring enough about her request for you to take out the trash. So if guys could just get to the point where they can look at a situation and say, look, she's really frustrated, she's really angry with me, and I have no clue what I did. That's the, that's the phrase they hear all the time. I have no idea what I did. It's probably one of these three things that I just listed out. She's feeling unloved, unappreciated, or undervalued, right? So she's interpreting your actions as he just doesn't care about me. I'm not a priority in his life. Or she's trying to get you to understand something, and either she doesn't understand it herself, because a woman will say that sometimes. What are you upset about? I don't know. I don't know. Well, she's yeah. probably telling know. the truth. She probably. I don't know. Well, I thought you were mad. I am. Well, what? I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> you know. So, so, she, and, but or she has something. She's trying to get you to understand. She's probably trying to get you to understand the emotional aspect of something, but she's talking about the the action itself, whatever it was, and you're focused on fixing whatever the action was, and she's trying to get you to understand the emotional side complete disconnect there, and that'll frustrate her and make her really upset. Same thing with guys. And then the last one there, emotionally unsafe. If she is fearful that if she brings something up, she knows she's going to get her head chewed off or, or there'll be some sort of emotional backlash, that's going to make her very angry because she's going to be stifling it all. And I, I wish guys would just take a step back and see what's really happening, and then you can address the real issue. Robert Kosick, Honor the Val, my wingman on our world-famous marriage talk segment, helping to keep your marriage hot and heavy. So it's a great line. It's on our Facebook page that he wrote. It's not about you forgetting to take out the trash. It's about you not caring enough to make her request a priority. So it's not about the trash bag, right? It's right. about her request. And you go, yeah. and she says, you know, um, hey, can you take out the trash? It's not about you physically lifting up the bag. It's just that honoring her request. I like that. That's very good. Yeah, like just it. keep keeping it up front. So, so the other things too is is some of those things as well is is kind of go with the flow. Like one time, my wife told me I'm, I'm very angry with you, and she's like, I can't remember what I'm angry about. And I told <laughs> her, I said, I said I love that about you. And secondly, I know exactly what you're angry at me about. There ain't no way I'm telling you what it is. <laughs> So, yeah, we'll just keep that to myself. No, right, 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 right. right. <laughs> Let me tell yeah, you well, what I remind you. Hey, here's what I did. And, and, and the other thing, and I, I'll, I'll say it in a way I think you understand, we also have to be sensitive of just, you know, women in general. And there may be times when they're edgy or uncomfortable. We just have to, you know, work with it. Absolutely. You know? And and this is part of being married, and we can be the same way. And just, gosh, just take a step back. You Take a step back and, and understand this. Whether it's rational or irrational, whether it's right or wrong, her feelings are reality. And if she's feeling hurt and she's feeling undervalued, those are real, and you need to address that. Whether you did anything wrong to really generate that in her, it doesn't matter. That's what she's feeling, and that's what your actions cause. That's what you need to address. I wonder how many guys right now are listening to our world-famous marriage talk and going, 
Dude, you guys are so whooped. You're so whooped right now. You're whooped. Well, we're going to go home, and we're going to be into our loving arms wives and have a phenomenal weekend, and they're going to be sleeping on the couch. So exactly. go to whatever route you want to go with. <laughs> whatever makes you happy, Shriner. Uh, <laughs> hot and heavy marriage tip, which is also on, there, on the uh, content on our Facebook page. It says, "Romantic being romantic means going out of your way to express to her that she connects with you in a way no one else can. So if you want to fire up the romance in your marriage, adore her emotionally and chase her physically. That's good. <laughs> I figured I couldn't get away without putting that last part in there, right? It was going to come in there. Amen. But it's important. It kind of goes along with what we were just talking about. She wants to feel loved. She wants to feel valued. She wants to feel like she's the number one thing. She doesn't necessarily want the fancy gifts, although those are nice, too. You get her jewelry, flowers, whatever it is. We just went through Valentine's Day, uh, and a lot of guys are recovering from that and trying to recoup from screwing that up. But this is all <laughs> she wants to know. She wants to know that you love me. You adore me. I'm the number one person in your life. I don't have to worry about you staring at other women when they walk by or doing stupid things when I'm not around because I know you adore me. That's all romance is about. So if she says you're not romantic at all, it's probably because you don't have any clue what you're doing. And you ought to, <laughs> you ought to do something that says, hey, I appreciate you. I value you. I spent some time thinking about you today. Text messages are great ways to do that. Fantastic. And the other, let me throw in, too, in our world-famous marriage talk, Mr. Kosick. Y'all need to be taking showers together. I'm telling you. <laughs> they pick up their heads and start looking. What? Yes. Y'all, when married, you probably jumped in the shower when you were all newlyweds and soaped each other's back, so to speak. Uh, if you haven't done it in a year or two, or maybe some of your people, it's five or ten years, get back in there. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So, so I heard a pastor say one time the greatest lesson he ever learned was never make a serious decision while looking at a naked woman. And he was talking about Adam and Eve and taking a bite of the fruit. Like, no, I'm not supposed to do that. Oh, wow. That's cute. Give me the fruit. <laughs> right? Right? right. So, so take a shower. It's a wonderful thing. I have another study. I'll send it to you offline, but it's another study that says sleeping naked is one of the best things you can do health-wise. So, yes, it is. Uh, yeah. Now, of course, at your home, not at somebody else's. <laughs> You're spending Christmas break there. <laughs> uh, good stuff there. And also, we're getting uh, – and I, we appreciate your emails, whether you email Mr. Kosick, uh, uh, honortheval.com, or email me. And the emails and uh, messages coming. I posted up here from Lake Champlain, which is way east, northeast of where we are, to uh, San Diego and Galveston this week. It's just nice to hear from everyone around the country who's Absolutely. listening and watching to our world-famous marriage talk segment. Honestheval.com, <sighs> that's our good friend Robert Kosick's uh, website where he wrote his book. You can also catch us on iTunes for free. The link is on our Facebook page as well, Sam Malincho. Awesome. All right, buddy. Have an outstanding outstanding Friday, and thanks, as always, for taking the time to be part of our family. Thank you for letting me be a part of the family, Sam, and you have a fantastic and blessed weekend. Roger that, buddy. Roger that. Buona sera. Have a wonderful Friday. Oh, Dino! Everybody loves somebody sometimes. Quick break. Sam Alonso, AM 1070, the answer. I would arrange for every girl to have your job. Every boy.